Welcome to Just Saying. I'm Joe McCormick, your host. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. We're going to talk about fans that are no longer tuning in. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. I'd love you to subscribe. And if you can, please write a positive review for us on iTunes. We are building a movement of motivated and brief communicators. As many of you know, I've written a book called Brief, Make a Bigger Impact by Saying Less. And I'm also the founder and managing director of the Brief Lab, where we help organizations master clear and concise communication. We help them learn how to get to the point. The reason for this is pretty simple. We want you and your ideas to stand out, and that's why we have this podcast. Every week we introduce a new topic, and today's topic is an exciting one for me because it has to do with sports. And an observation that I had recently that really caught me by surprise, and I've been thinking about this for quite some time now. We are in the United States here in the uh, in football season. National Football League is professional and college football, university level football. In It is exciting to sit and watch a football game. I personally love it, and many people do. Uh, but there's been a lot of reports in the media um, recently about the decline in viewership of professional football. The National Football League has its viewership is, is going down. Now there's some political aspects of why this is happening, but over the last you know four to five years, the numbers are dropping in the NFL. And I want to talk about, you know, really the point of today's podcast is they're not even watching the sports event that they love because they're so distracted. I'm specifically talking about millennials, and this also affects people that are older, but but I watched something happen that was really amazing to me. Um, I was watching a football game with my um, nephews, my brother and my, and, my, and my nephews, and they're huge sports fans, and this was like the game of the week, and they're all there, we're watching the game together, and I kind of looked around the room, it had become pretty clear to me that, you know, they weren't really watching the game. I mean, they were on their phones. I'm not a huge surprise. Young people are on their phones all the time. But I thought, you know, right in the middle of the game that, you know, you put the phone down and that distraction would go away. And, and it really was still, you know, an ever-present source of distraction during the course of the game. So much so that I asked my nephew, Mark, you know, kind of what's happening with the game and how people are watching the game and how it's different. And, you know, he told me that, you know, in his age group, people watch very differently than I watch. They're, they're, they're watching, you know, maybe a portion of what, you know, maybe older people would watch in the same game. And what they're doing at the same time is they're consuming statistics and data and analysis and other scores from other games and player updates and they're playing fantasy football, which is, you know, super popular. And they're doing all these things while they're watching the game. So I did a little research on this decline in viewership and, you know, the statistics are a little bit startling. What did I find? Well, according to Nielsen, there's been an 8% drop. This is for millennials. An 8% drop in the number of games watched over the past two years. And there's also been a 6% drop in the number of minutes watched per game. 
So you might ask yourself, well, how many minutes are there in a football game when it's televised? And an average football game is about three hours and 15 minutes. And that includes the game, commercials, and the halftime. So all of that's about three hours and 15 minutes. The 6% decline is people are now watching only one hour and 12 minutes of the game, or about 38%. So, you know, more than 60% of the game, they're not even looking at. And this is the game that they're watching. Well, what are they doing is really the subject of this podcast and how information and access, constant access to information can be so consuming. You know, when you're always consuming information, it can consume you. That's the irony. Um, going back to this, the statistics about the decline in viewership, in the past four to five years, you know, millennials, about 4.3 million millennials watched National Football League, and now that number has dropped to about 3 million. So overall, they're not only losing viewers, but the number of minutes per game people. So that trend is in decline. What's happening? Is it they're not interested in football anymore? The answer is no. They, they love football. You know, statistics on fantasy football, all those numbers are up. Access to social media, all those numbers are up. It has to do with how people pay attention and watch a game and how it's changed. It's totally different. It certainly was very different than when I grew up. Because obviously we didn't have the, you watched a game and there was no other interruption other than just getting food or maybe, you know, a commercial. But you, you had nowhere else to look but at the game. And that was the singular, you know, point of your attention. So what's happening? Well, in this age group, 80, 80, 87% of them use social media, according to Media Post. So the vast majority of them are going to social while they're watching the game. So their phone, their phone is in hand, and now there's a game, another game on, which is the game of watching versus following. Now, I'm not making a judgment if one is better than the other. I, I, I mean, I, I personally believe that watching a game is is you know, it's, it's a live event. I mean, that's when you see it happen in the moment. It's, it's exciting. Um, but more and more people are choosing to follow the game or follow games, better said, than actually sit and watch a game. Um, millennials avidly stream and follow sports accounts, right? So 67% of you use at least one social media outlet to watch highlights. So the concept of it, it being live versus I can watch the highlights later is, is an ever-present source of distraction and an option. I don't need to watch the game because I can go to a place on social media that gives me all of the best highlights of all the games. So I'm not actually watching the game that and the team that I follow as much as I'm following and following everything. So there's a distinction between watching and following here because of the, the advent of social media. When you go a little bit deeper on this, it becomes even more interesting about how the behavior changes and how when people are consuming, what are they doing? Well, first, they're finding sports videos. Well, they go on YouTube. 73% go find videos, sports videos on YouTube and about 48% on Facebook and so on down the line. Number two is they, they love mobile. Mobile is now tied with a, a personal computer as the number two source of 
content viewership behind the actual event itself on, t on TV. Third thing, they, they're gathering content on social media, you know, with abandon. So you, not only YouTube and Facebook, but also Twitter, Instagram, and even, even Snapchat, which is interesting. Not to mention gaining data and information on apps like, you know, fantasy sports apps or online at the sites that are sponsored by media outlets and the, and the NFL itself. So when, 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 a, when a millennial is watching or, or a younger audience is watching the game, their attention is divided. And it's significant because we already live in an age of information overload. But it's the game that they love that they're not watching, which is really, for me, what's the most interesting. We're watching the game of the week with our favorite team, and my nephews aren't really watching the game. They're following the sport, but they're not watching the game. So what's the takeaway for us? I don't want to be dire, but, you know, if you can't watch the game that you love because you're so distracted by following the sport, I think you've lost something. Um, if you look at the analogy of, like, watching a rocket, you know, go off the launching pad, which I've been told is an amazing spectacle to see. Well, what's more interesting, um, watching a rocket blast off or gathering a thousand statistics about a rocket and the blast off process? Well, you can already guess what my opinion is. When you have infinite access to information, you might confuse knowing about something, um, but not actually knowing it. So what are some of the takeaways for me? Um, you know, you're, you're starting to see people tuning out of their fundamental desire to see an entire event start to finish. That's, that's significant, right? So if only 38% are watching the game the majority of that game, they're not even seeing. It's just, it's just like in one ear, not the other. It's just not even witnessed. It's witnessed by a, a reporter who's gathering the data, but they're missing 60% of the game. Um, following, another takeaway for me is following is not the same as watching. I can follow a sport, sure. I can gather statistics. I know, you know, what their success rate is on first down or another sport, like what is the golfer's, you know, um, batting average or in golf, you know, what is his average drive distance? But following it isn't the same as watching it. Those are different. There's something to be said about the actual watching of the event itself. And it's great moments and it's boring moments all put together. Another takeaway is information access is all consuming. And the irony is we get consumed by it. So we're consuming information, we're gathering it, but actually it ends up controlling us. So much so that we can't even watch the game. Um, so the question that I want to leave you with is, when you think about this issue, again, I'm not making a judgment about it being good or bad. It's just the way it is. And it's, it's our attention's changing and how we view is, is really fundamentally different. What is more interesting, watching a sport that you love or following it? Think about that. When you watch a sport, 
you're making a commitment to dedicate your attention completely to what's happening in the moment from its beginning all the way through to its end. And in the same way that you would watch a play or you would sit in a conversation with a person, our attention and our minds are so divided, they're so distracted that we can't even watch the sports that we love beginning to end without having to go to technology to fill our constant, I would say, endless appetite to fill our brains with statistics, updates, news, snippets, so much so that it's actually detracting from our ability to to experience in that moment the game itself. So that's today's podcast. I would love for you to go to thebrieflab.com. We have new blog updates. We have new podcasts. We have launched a new course catalog and a new trailer for the company. So if you go to thebrieflab.com, you'll be surprised at all the resources that are there for you. And I hope that you take advantage of them. Just saying.